0: Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Welcome to Talking is a Free Action. This is our weekly show where we borrow inhabitants of the material plane, we put them through our gauntlet of challenge rooms and questions and see what makes them tick. And we try and find out more about them. Because, you know, knowledge is delicious, don't you know? That is the task of us, the question masters, to gain all knowledge. I mean, we know everything already, of course, because we are omniscient. Omniscient, I knew that. See, these are all the things that I know. (laughs) But of course, knowing everything, we know that we need to know more. So that's why we... Borrow people from the material plane. Uh, I should say, my name is the illusionist. This intro is going really well, don't you think? Uh, <clears throat> I represent the question masters who are your resident benevolent inquisitors. And here we are in my temple of truth. Today, my friends, I have borrowed our good old friend Princess Tine. Uh, now, actually, I should ask, uh, do you have a longer formal title?
1: I, I do. It, it used to just be uh, Princess Tina Vandermeer, but mm. I, the, the princess is technically dropped now. I'm, I am technically ah. no longer a princess, so I tend to go with the ex-Princess Tina Vandermeer.
0: Ah, excellent. No, I like that. Yes, I I, I was sort of quite excited about the prospect of kidnapping a princess because that felt like a, a stereotypical thing to do uh, and something on the on the on the tick list uh, at some point but uh, I will accept ex-princess, that's fine. I too was a princess once, you know. I uh, just settle for bossing people about these days.
1: What were you the princess of, if I might ask?
0: Knowledge. Princess dear. of
1: knowledge. Yes. That's a that's a rather wry providence did you not have actual people to boss about well everyone everything you see here
0: i continue to boss them about what 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 do you princess of
1: i have nothing anymore because i selflessly gave up my title to be a hero to to the pig folk
0: oh well i don't know how that sounds right how's that going for you
1: not great not great but if you read my book You'll see a lot of personal growth has mm-hmm. happened in the time since I, I gave off, gave up, gave up, the title. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like I'm really becoming my own person and I don't miss it at all. Not at all. Never. Mm. Do you want to try that again and say it a bit more convincingly? I think I think we'll
0: go with that take. Okay, all right. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, we're... we're... It's live-action cameras. They're just rolling constantly, so there are no takes per se, but uh, that's fine. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Before Um, we actually continue properly, uh, I ought to say a little bit more context for those who are not regular listeners to Talking is a Free Action. we also believe that uh, Tine, uh, this might come as quite a shock to you, Tine, is connected to a higher being from the plane known as the Real World. Uh, this higher being is known as Evie, and hopefully we will manage to channel through Tine and get some information about Evie as well. And also, before we begin, I ought to obviously acknowledge our wonderful sponsors and supporters arrayed around us on the screen that you can see. So thank you very much to Hero Forge, Ultra Pro, Phoenix Dice, Alchemy RPG, Idol Champions, Neverwinter, Elderwood Academy, and D&D Beyond. And of course, most of all, our wonderful D20 Club. They're very marvellous, Tina. Do you have a D20 Club? Well, I have a book club. Does that count? Do they give you money? No, but they really should. Probably. You should get on that. You should ask them to to make a wiki and a Discord server for you as well.
1: I know what those are, but that sounds like a good move.
0: Mm, Yes, absolutely. Uh, If you want to join our D20 club, you can do so from as little as one of your local currencies per month. And there'll be links in the chat. Kobolds, put the links in. Thank you. And, uh, and you can support us on the, uh, the the demiplane known as Patreon. As ever, if you can't join us in the Temple of Truth Live, you can always listen on your favorite podcasting app, search for Roll Together RPG, and you can find us in the social media demiplanes under the same tag, Roll Together RPG. Now, Tina, all of that bump out of the way, we're about to enter the Temple of Truth. Through the next 55 minutes or so, you will be faced with daring challenges and puzzling puzzles and awkward social situations and monstrous battles. Does this sound like something that you as an adventurer ex-princess will be up to?
1: Well, as long as I don't have to narrate it all myself, absolutely. I think we can arrange for that. My son thinks. things?
0: possibly depends on what you come up against is that your usual method of dealing with any problem just burn it
1: yes i am a I am a fire princess after all i did hear that about
0: you although no i also heard some rumors about
1: ice no those those were those rumors to idle chit chat unsubstantiated are you sure Mm mm-hmm i'm very sure actually okay
0: okay okay well we'll see won't we We'll see how you deal with things. I I ought to say, before you go through, if at any point, I'm sure you're very capable, but if at any point you find yourself in a situation where you couldn't possibly figure a way out, don't worry. All you need say is, talking is a free action, then I'll whiz you out and uh, maybe I'll have a little chat with Evie instead.
1: Does that sound agreeable? Absolutely. at least I haven't out, unlike with the bloody Prattler.
0: Oh yes the prattler I have had uh I've had my moments clashing with them before hmm are you
1: having fun with that oh uh mixed bag mm-hmm. but we have about to go to a party oh that does I- sound nice I'm sure that only positive things will come about from this
0: yes of course of course <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> Uh, Now, I I ought to remind you as well, um, after this 55 minutes or so is over, you will be returned to that party with with no memory of anything ever happening. So, uh, whatever goes, really. Would you like to approach the Temple of Truth? Absolutely. Marvellous. Do you have pockets, Tine?
1: Well, pockets are actually quite a new invention for women's clothing. So I have been outfitting all of my dresses with. Oh, pockets. excellent! So you do have some then. I do, yes.
0: Marvelous! In that case, could you please look inside and see if you can find some small? Uh, you might not recognise the material, plastic, uh, but they're little little shapes, and they have lots of numbers on them. Some people call them dice. Specifically, a D one hundred. Hundred. Why are my dice piss right? coloured? Surely they're fire coloured, being an no, ex I don't, fire not princess. not my
1: kind of fire.
0: No. Well, uh, I, I leave that down to you. Uh, honestly, the dice sort of manifest something about the person that owns them, so,
1: you know. Hang on, I'll rummage around and see if I can find someone that are more my taste. Aha!
0: Blue! Ah, blue. Blue for
1: ice? Fire blue for fire. No, it's a whole thing. See, I am an air ganassi. And mm. as an air ganassi, my flames are naturally more oxidized than, you know, your proletariat flames of orange and red. Mm-hmm. So, my flames are blue, a hotter, airier flame. I'm with you, I'm with you. Of course, of course,
0: I should never have doubted you. Oh. Well, could you please roll those proverbial dice?
1: That is a 68.
0: Interesting. All right, let me see. Okay, you approach the Temple of Truth. It is a tall, uh, pyramid-shaped, sort of ziggurat-style building. Um, Silver, large silver doors at the front. Big, heavy doors, two or three times the size of you. Uh, Big, circular handles, and there's all sorts of uh, mysterious carvings and engravings all over the door uh, in a language that you do not recognize. And... Uh, you reach for the handle. You turn it. I do. Yeah. Uh, it gives way fairly easily and uh, and opens. It feels lighter than uh, you would expect for a door this size. But it swings open and you see ahead of you uh, a relatively poorly lit stone tunnel. Do um, you step in? Yes, I, mean, I don't see why not marvellous the door shuts behind you and you can see in the distance there's maybe uh some it's not torchlight it's sort of a weird um the the corridor itself seems to just have a bit of a natural dim glow do you have dark vision
1: i don't but i do have the light cantrip feel free if you'd like Mm, make some symbols and a little glowing orb of bluish light appears in front of me as i walk
0: lovely is that um are you casting it on something or are you just creating an orb of light because i think the light cantrip you have to because it's dancing lights that's like little floaty glowy ones
1: true um okay i just i was just on my necklace okay nice 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 nice
0: so uh, you're finding it harder to see the floor directly beneath you now because you've got this big glowy orb right Right on your uh, chest. Uh, but head down the corridor, it helps a little bit. Actually, you're seeing um, the walls of the corridor, the light itself is sort of glinting um, on the walls of the corridor, leading you to believe that it might be moist, damp.
1: Ooh. I would like to just touch it, just give it a poke. Mm.
0: It, it, it feels damp.
1: Lip uh, it. Oh, mm, it tastes. Mm, Fizzy? Fizzy? Like bubbly? Or like sour? Mm,
0: Like uh, a little bit of both and um, a little bit of uh, heat coming with it as well like something very spicy.
1: Spicy? The smell of anything? Mm, Are you you good at smelling? I mean I'm (laughs) as good as I am at anything which is amazing. (laughs) make me an investigation check oh
0: okay that is 16 oh that's pretty good it's pretty good um as you're you're looking at this you're sort of putting a couple of different things together and you're like okay there's damp walls it's actually a little bit um it's not just damp there's some patches of the wall where as you touch it it's got a little bit of give to it like it's uh, not give like the walls not giving but it's sort of a little bit sticky and it's more of a slimy rather than a direct just water Uh, and you clock the shape of this corridor it's almost perfectly square it's pretty long as well and As you're investigating, you hear. Please
1: don't tell me I just licked a gelatinous slime. One moment, just before we get into anything, just one moment. uh, I take out my water canteen. Gargle. (laughs) Spit. I can still taste it. More. And I press to digitate something sweet in my mouth sure <laughs> illusionist why did you let me do that uh you, you don't
0: see the illusionist there at all you're alone in the corridor um but you uh as you look down the corridor this sort of in the dim light at the the very edge of your uh visible uh range you just start to see that the um there is a sort of a weird effect on the end of the tunnel which putting two and two together you think okay that's where the cube is if you look around you the door behind you has disappeared it's just a a completely uh solid wall so you feel like the way forward is forward
1: okay march on forward and do i see a gelatinous cube eating its way through the earth
0: you, did, you can probably, if you get, um, say, within uh, 20 feet of it, um, I mean, it moves pretty darn slow. Uh, and it takes up all of this corridor. You can sort of see, actually, it's coming towards you rather than going the other way. Um, but through it, because it is, uh, you know, fairly transparent, uh, you can see another silver door the other side, maybe 20 or 30 feet. Beyond it, um, and it's got like little little rocks and pebbles, and there's um, in in the corner of it there's like a little uh, the skeleton of a little rat that's just sort of <laughs> suspended in it.
1: Can't tell if that's adorable or terrifying <laughs> or grotesque. I I just can't tell. A little bit of both. Mm. What would you like to do? Well I guess there only stands really one option I'm just going to fireball the motherfucker <laughs> Fair enough are you um
0: where where are you placing this are you stepping back to do it or are you gonna are you okay with not hitting yourself with fireball
1: um, I'll step back a little bit just so that there's a bit less <laughs> it's the technical term mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so like so I'm thirty feet away and I just kind of do it from there
0: what does it look like when tina casts fireball?
1: um tina is very is a very handsy sorcerer there's a lot of arcade like almost kind of voguing uh-huh. kind of
0: moves um like like in naruto when they do all of their little yes, uh, a bit
1: less lame you
0: know. <laughs> wow shots fired
1: <laughs> wait what's naruto what i thought you you were no you know no, i know
0: oh okay oh tina doesn't oh okay sorry <laughs>
1: What is that?
0: Sorry. Yes. Go ahead. Do your hand wiggles.
1: Um, And then this kind of clap and kind of breaks knuckles outwards as a fireball just kind of flumes forward and it's nice and big and blue.
0: Great. Yeah. Blue fire. Blue for fire. (laughs) Blue Uh, for fire. uh, Yeah. It uh, it absolutely rips through this uh, this cube. Um, You sort of It it doesn't completely um, annihilate it, so you end up with this sort of... Are you placing it kind of behind or in front or trying to launch it right into the middle of the the cube? Into
1: the middle of the cube.
0: Yeah. So I think what you end up with is, like, little tiny corners of this cube are left at the... uh, where the bottom four corners and the top four corners would be. Uh, And the top ones just sort of... and drop to the floor and just create, like, gooey puddles. Uh, the, uh, the little tiny rat skeleton has completely disappeared. Uh, the walls around the cube are now nice and dry. And you can see the door ahead of you.
1: I kind of lift the head of my skirt up and just kind of, ew, 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 as I make my way through.
0: Lovely. Uh, as you head to the next door, you just, you could swear, you actually know, what is Tina's passive perception?
1: Amazing,
0: it's twelve. Oh. Maybe you don't see anything. <laughs> I'm sure uh, everything is fine. It's fine, it's fine. Uh, would you like to roll me another D one hundred? Mm-hmm. That is seventy. Seventy. It's staying quite high again. Yeah. Uh okay. Alright. Uh so, uh, you approach the door- do you approach the door differently this time? Knowing the kind of challenges that are behind it?
1: Um, nope. I just open it right, just swing on down. I mm-hmm. feel like I dealt with this last room pretty- pretty competently. Mm-hmm. I can take anything that another door can throw at me.
0: Sure, 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 fair enough. All right, so you enter, uh, you enter a new room, and this one I don't think, uh, excuse me for for making assumptions here, but I don't think Tina will have ever been to a 90s disco.
1: I don't think so.
0: No, no. Probably Uh, not. Classic ball, perhaps, but not like a 90s disco. This is like uh, your classic community center, wooden floors, uh, but it's completely empty. There's like a couple of chairs around the outside. you can see uh, there is a silver door on the far side, but actually what's taking up the majority of the room is on the floor, in the middle of the room, is a massive glitter ball. With all the little reflective metal plates on it.
1: Ooh, shiny. What do you do? I go up and inspect this glittery monstrosity
0: lovely how how are you inspecting? Are you just kind of looking at it are you are you tactile?
1: I will look at it from afar for a moment and then kind of nudge it with my stiletto. Uh,
0: as you nudge it, um, actually as you as you approach uh, roll roll me a perception check. I know your passive's not great, but roll me a perception check.
1: Ooh, okay, uh,
0: 19. 19, yeah. As you get a little bit closer, you'll just hear a...
1: (laughs) And where is this giggling coming from? The glitter ball. I will just stop a few paces away, give it a very stern look. So, do you want to let me in on the joke? (laughs) Yes, it's very funny, I'm sure, but I can't laugh with you if you don't tell me what it is. No, don't, why don't you come a little bit closer? I'm not too sure that you're not just going to try and eat my face.
0: Oh, but it looks so delicious and I am so shiny. And it starts to turn and rotate and as it rotates, eyes open all over it and rise out as if on stalks and a large central eye opens and turns to look at you and a big grin opens up, tell me I'm shiny!
1: You're very shiny, dear, we all know it.
0: Ah! And it will rise up, um, you find yourself in the presence of a beholder.
1: That central eye,
0: it, yeah, it's the most, it's the most bedazzled and sparkly beholder you've ever seen. Um, this eye, the central eye is facing you. Uh, and it will continue to say, tell me, tell me more about how shiny
1: and beautiful I am. No, 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 this should be a transaction. Tell me how amazing I am and I'll give you some more compliments.
0: No. No, it is me. I am the shiny one. Tell me.
1: You are shiny, but I am many other things. Tell me. I just did. Tell me more. It tells me you're not going to be happy unless I just stay here for eternity, repeating how shiny you are.
0: <laughs>
1: it's starting but to you don't look cross. Me wrong. I relate to.
0: And it's starting to point its other little eyes at you, and you get the sense that it's going to start attacking you. You
1: know what? My self-esteem is better than this. Uh, I don't have to give, stand around giving someone else compliments when I have magic words of talking into a three action.
0: Aha! <laughs> Very good. I was about to say, magic words, you say? Magic! Hi, Evie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you have been pulled out of the uh, the beholder's gaze, who just wants to be told that she's beautiful. Uh Lovely. <laughs>
1: That beholder, I—I I... <laughs> something just about that just really tickled me. <laughs> I, you know, I uh,
0: newbie DM's confession. I've—I've I've never had a chance to run a beholder before, and I've only seen like, I've only seen them run a couple of times. So I was like, you know what? This one can be a glitter ball. I don't care.
1: <laughs> Why I once, not? Once ran a campaign where I had uh, a beholder and two gazers, um, and like. I led the party to believe that they were going to be fighting these guys. But no, it was actually just a dance battle. And they were a kind of a cappella group called, uh, I think it was Specky and the Gazers.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: Yeah, it was, the, it was fun.
0: Wait, did the Beholder wear glasses if they were called Specky?
1: Yeah, it wore a single one. A single
0: one? I was going to say, did, did it have, not have glasses for every single eye?
1: No, it was just one on the, on the main one. Mm-hmm nice 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 that, that's the one that had a bit of um arrhythmia no that's that's for the heart astigmatism yes. astigmatism yes
0: yes 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 oh yes.
1: <laughs> beholder with the astigmatism yeah i mean like they could have it there's nothing that says i yeah. couldn't well
0: because beholders are created out of uh what sort of dreams and nightmares and also all sorts of Wacky extra planar stuff, right? So sometimes they're gonna be made not perfect. Although they, they never want to admit it.
1: Did it have I, a complex have a, about wearing glasses? I have a little bit of a headcanon that all uh, beholders are actually neurodivergent in some way. Just a little bit. I can see
0: that. A little bit. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, welcome to the us, the real part, the real world part of talking is a free action. How 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 is Huxley's book club going? We just watched episode 2.
1: It's, it's it's really fun. It's just really charming and lovely and it's and it's really nice to be teenage again but in a very yeah. different environment. Mm. And one
0: one that I think really um really lets her flourish as well. I mean, you did you absolutely did in Ancient Antics. But uh this feels right as a next step for Tina. I think if it was like Tina goes off and does big battle against blah, 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 serious uh, serious foes, it would be like, yeah, okay, that, that's good. And you would obviously bring the, the Tine attitude and, and the joy of that character. But I think uh, this setting is one that really allows her to flourish, which is fantastic.
1: It's very, <laughs> I think what I'm learning about Tine through this campaign is that she's on a journey of Mm -hmm. self-discovery and this Mm -hmm. is her book club phase but and she's thriving with people around her but she is so much more destructive than the book club wants to be (laughs) there have been very many moments where i've been like "Tina would definitely just burn these people just just go for it and i've been like no as a player Mm. i step back i let other people have their moments and don't just burn everything yeah yeah no that's really nice She's also very bitter about not being invited to join the shepherds with huxley uh wow. so i was using yeah. this as a bit of networking to get in with the actual adventurers
0: <laughs> oh as, as opposed to i mean the, the, the actual adventurers in the book club they're just you know a little little past
1: their prime <laughs> Most of them retired. Yeah. I, that's why I was a little bit worried about bringing Tina in because most of them are just retired adventurers, and Tina is just there twenty-something and plus two thousand years, mm-hmm. just in full "I will destroy everything" vibe. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's the vibe is so lovely and welcoming that it's just really sweet. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's been it's been so wholesome to watch. But I think it's also yeah. She's she's there in uh, full destruction mode but also you know she has the goal of uh get her book talked about you know so that's quite important
1: what's been really nice that Liz has been kind enough to point out after every episode is Tina has moments of kindness now Mm. she has grown she can be kind and it's nice to kind of see that come out every so often even when it comes out in misguided ways (laughs)
0: Yeah, especially for um, characters in a four-parter, which Ancient Antics was also. It was technically five parts, wasn't it? Yeah, because
1: there was the one shot and then the four-parter. Uh,
0: yeah, it was four parts. Yeah, um, where where there's always that pressure to like hit those beats um, and sort of make sure that you get the little moments in because it's so quick. But to be able to bring her back for another four episodes and get specific moments of development is is really lovely. So I'm enjoying watching it. I'm a fan. <laughs> um, uh, I have an actual question that I, I rolled uh, my random number generator for. Um, you must, must, in capital letters, kill off one of your living D and D characters. Who
1: and how? It's hard because I got so many living D and D characters. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, I can barely remember them all. <laughs> who am I killing off and how? Um, who is the most annoying? Um I don't know, I've played some annoying characters. Uh because I'm trying to think of my one-shot characters that I've done here as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh we're you
0: had, um, oh, what was it, the, the little the, the little goblin lady in the Christmas one-shot that
1: we did uh, Kira together? Kira Kira. Kira Kira. Like, even as a player, Kira Kira is OP at level one that I don't know if I, I could. <laughs> she was ridiculous for, for that
0: campaign where it was like, no, you're all gonna die. <laughs> you were just like,
1: no. Nope. I can't, I don't, I rolled just organically insanely well. And I was like, yeah, this character is just going to be out for herself, it's just going to try and survive, and somehow, I really didn't expect her to survive, and now the shiniest of shinies that I'm sure this beholder would not like mm-hmm. is, is now a terror unto the yeah. world.
0: Oh god. Well, one of the other questions is like, how would one of your previous characters deal with... The room that your current character is in. So how I'm going to sneakily ask that? How do you think Kira Kira would uh, would deal with the sparkly beholder?
1: Well, probably try and take the shinies off of oh, no. off of the beholder and become the shiniest of shinies. If she allowed
0: herself to be eaten by the beholder and become part of the beholder,
1: Ooh. would
0: that count? Because I, I don't it would, think. And-
1: She's also really, really dumb. So if the mm. beholder were to make that argument, would just leap into its mouth.
0: Yeah. Yep. So that's a that's a sad end for Kira Kira. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who who else? Uh, we I mean we don't we don't want to kill off Tino, but I mean you, you've technically sort of already killed off Ephemera.
1: Sort of. I actually know what I want to do with her if I ever get an opportunity to bring her back, but. Yeah, that... she just had a self-destruct passion.
0: <laughs> is that the kind of thing that you want to keep, Stum, to to keep to yourself just in case? Or,
1: I mean, I could go if you if you're if you're interested. Go go go! Yes. So she has now been reborn, kind mm. of, as an actual person now. I would want to keep some of the druidy traits, but I'd want to take some levels of barbarian. She doesn't know where the rage is Ooh. coming from. Oh, that's fun! Yeah, I like that yeah uh, i just i just think that's cool and it's an interesting way of dealing with the emotional trauma that was uh everything that happened without actually dealing with it directly i just think that's cool yeah
0: would she still be a spores druid
1: although it might go to another circle just to do some experimentation now that she's alive i don't know i haven't thought that far ahead
0: she'd be a bear barbarian.
1: a, a bear oh she could actually wild shape now
0: i mean I, I, I don't want to uh, just shatter your worldview, Evie. But she could technically wild shape the whole time,
1: mechanically. Mechanically, but like if you if you were undead and you want and you wanted to wild shape into something alive, think of the whiplash.
0: Oof. Pulse, oh, yeah. no pulse.
1: Pulse, no pulse.
0: Hunger, no hunger. Mhm. Poops, no poops.
1: Oh That's... God, the nightmare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with ill with drafty suddenly uh being able to eat normal food again suddenly being like I can eat normal food oh, I can eat normal food oh no Oh
1: no your digestive system no <laughs> terrible <laughs> times
0: so yeah I imagine wild shaping I mean that's an even quicker process I suppose that is a lot to to get to grips with
1: mm-hmm. but yeah being alive could just wild shame into whatever and wouldn't have any memory of it being a weird experience so
0: yeah well watch this space we'll see we'll see we'll see all right any any other uh suggestions of characters if not we'll, we'll hop back into sparkly beholder room
1: characters i would i would it would probably be malice mm-hmm. um just because i'd want i'd want him to die in a really stupid way <laughs> I just imagine, like, whatever end he would eventually meet would just be hilarious, like, Hmm. leading his snake cult through the desert to saying, we can do this, we can be the overlords, we will never fail, and just get hit by a meteor. (laughs) I love
0: that. The the sort of, the yeah, extreme comic uh, reaction of being hit, not, like, slowly dying of dehydration whilst going, no, we can do this, we can do this quick dramatic punchy i was imagining him just marching off a cliff and just being so like yes we're going this way
1: follow me other cult members yeah or maybe accidentally hitting himself in the head with (laughs) (laughs) Shinene.
0: oh Molly. the axe
1: just had enough of him what a sweetie (laughs) jury's still out hmm yeah yeah i have a soft spot for malice because he's just so dumb but he's he's also cool i don't (laughs)
0: know oh i love playing a dumb character
1: yeah i love i love playing dumb characters as because playing smart characters is hard
0: (laughs) there's the extra pressure of oh there would probably know stuff that i don't know i'll make connections that i can't make
1: yeah i was like I'm in real life generally a pretty smart person, but when I have to bring it to a game, suddenly I just come up completely blank. Which is why playing Arcana was quite difficult. Because like this, someone with a twenty intelligence, how do I even play this when I myself feel like I have a minus two currently?
0: I mean that is not true, but uh, but I, I appreciate the sentiment. I have a similar thing with um, super high charisma characters as well. Like the charisma, the characters that have a high charisma that I have played uh, tend to sort of get by on on being uh, nice and sweet rather than being. Like, I I would struggle to do genuinely smooth and suave and persuasive. Like um, I, I I just, I'm a person who talks for a living, right? <laughs> but it's so, it's so much better when other people write the words for you and you say it as a script.
1: Like, I can do charismatic, but I can't do charismatic and smart. Charismatic and dumb mm. is... Yeah, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. yeah. The charismatic and combo smart combo. tends to just be manipulative.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, there's there's got to be those ulterior motives and cogs whirring, and there's just an extra layer of stuff to think about, and that feels like work.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you just want to have fun and just... Compliment the people then hit them. It's...
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you look yeah. nice, Smash. Yeah. Bonk.
1: That's right. what you want out of a TTRPG. <laughs> a compliment and a bonk. <laughs> oh no, that's not no <laughs> I'm
0: gonna move us back into uh back into totally Bartha room. <laughs> okay, you land back in the room. And the um, the glitter ball has started snoring. The eye, the big eye is closed. You can feel, um, before, Tina felt uh, the classic anti-magic ray, uh, sort of draining of magic feeling, where you, you knew that if you were stood directly in front of it, you would not be able to cast spells. Um, but it's currently... Having a little snooze. So uh, you feel like you could sneak around. You can see the silver door behind
1: you. Um, are there any like curtains I can just kind of put a blanket over it? Just kind of tuck it in sure. there. Sure. Yeah, I think
0: there's. Um, again, it's classic '90s disco. So there's uh, maybe in the corner there is a a table that's got DJ decks on it. That's got like that black cloth with the little blue lights like starlights in it and there's similar cloths around the edge of the room that are suspended you would have to i think make a some kind of sleight of hand or stealthy check
1: i am adequate <laughs> at these so let's see oh now a seven
0: great okay uh so which one are you going for the the table or the wall probably the wall great so as you pull at this cloth it doesn't quite come away so you sort of <clears throat> and pull it again and uh you find as it pulls down there's like a, a pipe that it was uh, attached to that's holding it up and it just makes a huge clatter and actually what you see the other side rather than uh i mean tina wouldn't necessarily expect a sort of uh, a standard a community hall wall with windows and that kind of thing um, but that's not what she sees regardless um, it's, uh, it's like the the stone walls of the temple itself um, have collapsed and crumbled and behind it you see the illusionist stood there with a notepad and a pen going ah interesting were you trying to I gave you the out you can hear the beholder going "Huh." Ah. Call me shiny! As it's woken up again. You had an out, and yet you decided to...
1: I decided to cover it up a little bit. Why? Well, well, I wasn't going to leave it being the shiniest thing in the room. But that's what it wanted. Yes, and I don't like it.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, She will make notes, the beholder is start, is starting to scream at you again.
1: Oh, shut up, dear. Can I just throw the thing back and make a run for it?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, as you throw it over, the beholder starts kind of shooting lasers out of its other eyes, and it will, like, burst through the, the blanket, which will start to burst on fire, and then you'll hear the beholder as it lands on it, go, No! No! Ah! So you'll hear it, um, Burning itself. Uh, this is a fire not caused by DNA, eh? and the you'll you'll also hear the illusionist just in the background go, "Oh, enough of that! Quiet!" and it will just go eerily quiet as you grab the door handle. Uh, would you would you look around, or are you just straight through the door?
1: Straight through the door, dust off hands. Well, I think that went rather well.
0: <laughs> Great. Roll me another D100, please.
1: Sure. Do. Eh? Okay, that is a ninety-six. Ooh, it's still so very high. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So, you uh, you rush into the next room, open the door, slam it behind you, um, and before you've even had a a second to sort of take in what's going on. Um, you suddenly feel very hot. There's a sudden like rush of woof, of heat on you. Hopefully, this is okay as a fire princess.
1: I mean, I have cast a fire spell now, so I am resistant to ah. flames. Excellent. Resistant but not
0: immune. No. No. Okay. So uh as you close the door behind you, it immediately disappears. Um you, the first thing you feel is the the heat, the rush of heat, and then as you uh, take a moment to take the room in, um, it's just fire everywhere. You feel like at one point this used to be a room, but it's really hard to tell what it would have been. It's quite large. Um, they look like there were tables and chairs at some point, maybe, but they're they're all broken and falling apart. The uh, the roof looks like it is about to collapse. Fortunately, because you are resistant to fire, you're not sort of immediately burning up and your clothes are not immediately burning you. Uh, you can vaguely make out the shape of the exit on the other side of the room, but how would Tina handle this?
1: I mean, does anybody look in danger?
0: As far as you can tell, you can't hear anyone
1: valuable in this room or anything worth saving I mean
0: make me an investigation check
1: okay investigation is a 17 17 yeah pretty good alright
0: um in that case I'm going to throw this over to you Evie what did this room used to be ooh um
1: this room used to be a library that's stocked exclusively to memoir.
0: Oh no. And now it's oh, no. fire.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's that is exactly what you can see. Um and I think with a seventeen, there is not in the middle of the room, but up high to to one side, there is a little pocket of uh of safety from the fire it's like the way the bookshelves have like collapsed and fallen there's a split and there's another shelf where there's one single book that's just clinging onto the shelf it looks like it's about to collapse at any moment but there's one single copy that is okay at the moment
1: my memoir and Tina would like to sprout draconic wings that are kind of gold and blue uh, and kind of fly up in a kind of pinwheel form Get the book just as it's about to be singed. So, whew, at least I got one of them. Who would who would burn my book? It's a wonderful book, one of the best sellers in Waterdeep this summer. Also, I've been glad to believe it will be in the next couple of weeks. Please tell me that you you turn you're you're saying this
0: as you're like turning to try and see where the cameras are to be like yeah. buy it now.
1: Oh, shells in a store near you. <laughs> Could you please
0: make me some kind of acrobatics or dexterity check to to swoop through the flames without taking too much damage?
1: Would you allow performance for extra panache?
0: Okay, make me the dex check first and then performance on top. You don't get to get away with just performance.
1: No, the the dex was a five.
0: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so how do you cover up how much this hurts?
1: Um... With a little, ah ha ha ha! This isn't isn't this fun? I love fire. Ooh, I'm kind of doing some pirouettes and like like trying to pat it out. Just <laughs> literally, quickly.
0: the this is fine, dog.
1: Yes, yes, exactly.
0: Great. Roll me that performance check.
1: That's much better. That's twenty six.
0: Great. Yeah. I mean, as far as this um, multiplanar audience that is watching is concerned, as far as you are concerned, audience, Tina is fine. It's okay. There's nothing to worry about here. We're all fine here. How are you?
1: Heroically saved my own book. You're welcome. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) But you will be in quite a bit of pain by the time you get to the door.
1: It's okay. We all suffer for our art.
0: Nice. Okay. Roll me another D100, please, as you reach for the next door. That is 15. I'm going back down to the low numbers now. Okay, great. Uh, You open the door, uh, and as you head into this next room, um, little wisps of uh, fire uh, are still, like, on your outfit, and you have to, like, tap, 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 Uh, and you recover yourself. You are looking pretty uh, singed. Do you do
1: anything about that,
0: or do you just embrace it?
1: Yeah, I press the digitate just to Mm -hmm. clean myself up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Lovely. I'm not in pain, I'm absolutely fine. It's more than that to hurt the ex princess Tina Vandermeer.
0: Ah, well, I wonder if this room will, uh, because <laughs> I should close the door. You find yourself in your childhood bedroom. What you does meant this look- emotional hurt. <laughs> what does this room look like?
1: Oh, God. So. Gina's childhood bedroom isn't what you might expect it's actually a tower um mm. a very isolated tower building uh, just with a room at the top it's quite small think um think kind of Shrek mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the with the tower kind of vibes so it's kind of filled with uh kind of blue fluffy things uh, and there's like pictures of dragons on the walls and like a whole book of my diary from like many years that she's kind of um kept and out of the window you can just see uh, Reginald the gold dragon just down on the lawn looking a bit bored with reading monocle on mm-hmm.
0: cute what kind of um did Tine have quite a a lonesome child obviously Reginald was there but would she have done a lot of playing on her own
1: yes so as a child Tine was um trapped in a tower building by her father King Tin uh being guarded by the fierce ancient dragon Reginald um, waiting for a suitor to come and save her but she just kind of made friends with the dragon who became Mm -hmm. a pseudo-father figure and kind of got the hell out of there herself but not before spending many, many lonely days just trapped in that room. And did she, a uh, la Princess
0: Fiona, interact? Did she sort of fantasize about the day when a heroic knight would come to rescue her? Or was she more like, "Ha, I'm Princess Tina. I slay all of the
1: enemies. Princess Tina always dreamed of being a knight mm-hmm. and, and saving herself and getting the hell out of there. No one was ever going to come and didn't want to really have the duties of a princess you know, it just seems like a lot of hassle and let alone being a queen and having to go through suitors, ugh, who can mm-hmm. deal with that?
0: Do you think, uh, so obviously you had, uh, your knights that accompanied you, uh, in, uh, in ancient antics, uh, do you think, I can't remember, I'm sorry, did, uh, Tine at any point adopt, uh, a knightly name? Or you oh. Sir Sir Vandermeer. Ser oh. Teeny. <laughs> Tinay, I my, my tongue betrayed me.
1: Just the teeny Vandermeer. The teeny Oh, I want that character now. Well, I, I funnily enough, as you
0: uh as, as you request, Evie, I'm here to grant that request because as uh Tine steps into this room, you uh you feel the spike. Of a a blunt wooden sword pressed against your back, and you uh, you hear the the shouts of uh, "What are you doing in my room, fiend? Uh, d- bear, bear witness to the power of Sir Teeny Vandermeer I shall thwart you!" And it's baby Teeny. It's level one Teeny. Oh, level one Teeny is
1: is teeny tiny. How do you? tiny 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 teeny, tiny 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 teeny, tiny teeny. tiny teeny tiny
0: teeny, tiny teeny. tiny tiny teeny. Teeny? <laughs> teeny, tiny teeny, tiny 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 tiny
1: tiny 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 Oh, tiny tiny
0: tiny 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 tiny
1: I, I hit her back. <laughs> I take the sword and I hit her back. Oh no. Ow! Why'd you do that? Well, you see, I am you from many years in the future. Uh, So you need to learn, you know, love yourself. I don't hit your older self, who is obviously very fabulous.
0: Hmm. You'll just hear the illusionist sort of wafting in your ears. This is your chance, teenage. Do you have any advice that you would give your younger
1: self? Teeny tiny teenage. Prophecies aren't real. Make your own destiny. Find your people, okay? Keep looking for them. But they're not... Where would I find them? I can't leave here. You can. Why do you think you can't leave here? Because,
0: because I've got to stay in here and the the dragon, and...
1: So, that's the thing. You don't actually have to do what anybody says. You can make your own choices. People can tell you to eat your vegetables, or, or dress more modestly, but you don't have to do that, or stay in a tower. You can just go, and that dragon out there, he's a good one. Just go have a conversation with him. But he's so big and scary. He is, but he's also wearing a monocle. Does that mean that he's not scary?
0: Should with I never instance, be scared? Yes. I should never be scared of people with monocles ever again.
1: Okay, that might be bad advice. Don't be scared of this one particular dragon, because you know he's a un because he's wearing a monocle. He's very nice. So dragons wearing monocles are goodens yes i've never met one that hasn't been yet great what this is this
0: i have no idea if tinae had left her tower early how do you think life would have been different
1: Ooh. well would have tried to have some nightly training a little bit sooner so probably would have Befriended Zelany a little bit sooner, so maybe that whole uh, plot point of you know the usurpation and the betrayal, mm. maybe that would have all ended up playing out. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting that uh, you you mentioned uh, getting to know Zalini, uh more and earlier. Um, you'll you'll hear the the illusionist will just sort of pop out of nowhere next to you. Um, oh yes there's a good point I, I had a, a, a note from uh, the poppet which I, I believe again is transcending uh, the fourth wall somewhat uh, he wanted to pass on the message uh, so princess majesty her iceness um, did you talk to your former bodyguard slash cousin recently how's sure, she doing think- uh, and then that That's all he said. Sorry. I think that note
1: might be for someone else. You've got your wires crossed. Oh, okay. Well, he is usually very wrong, so I'll just pass that on. Yes, maybe if you have someone I see that comes in another time, ask them then. Uh, but could possibly be me. Okay, no. Fair enough,
0: fair enough, fair enough. So, uh, well, that was very sweet and wholesome. I hate it. I'm going to call talking is a free action. <laughs> Hi, Evie. I figure we, we've got about five minutes left So I wanted to do uh, Maybe a couple of speed round questions Oh yeah Out of the question questions What have we got? What have we got? Okay 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 uh, Okay so I think we, we've previously talked about Like what magic spells or abilities would you like to have What skill would you most like to proficiency with in real life? Oh,
1: um, it would probably be I am really bad at perception in real life, like I am hilariously bad, if someone is calling my name in a crowd and I know this person and they're the only person I know, they're at the front of the crowd, I can't spot them. I just can't do it. Give me perception so I can function like a normal human.
0: Great, yeah, fair enough. Okay, next speed round question. What is teenage morning routine?
1: It's a very vigorous four AM skincare routine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. those ones you see on TikTok with like the the face massaging and like many different face masks.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah one
1: of those. One of those. How is Too she
0: much. coping with that? On oh, I suppose life on the road that would have been more difficult. But now that she's in a book club, presumably she she live in uh, in yeah. Baldur's
1: Gate now. Uh, Waterdeep. Water, in Waterdeep now. So currently, and she's currently a bit of an associate guest lecturer in uh, the court functions and how magic society functioned two thousand years ago. Mm. Kind of not really respected at at Blackstaff, yeah. like but it's just kind of there for a little bit to planning her next move. You know. Okay, so she has
0: access to beauty products then. You know. Yes, absolutely. She's in Civilized. And even
1: even on the road, like it's it's a priority to look this good all the time. <laughs> especially when you're, you know, facing monsters.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a good point though. If, if you can press to digitate, how much is the morning routine affected by that? Like, can you press to digitate your pause?
1: it stands to reason that you can, but I would argue that Tna probably does the full thing for mm. like mental reasons, like it's the process of going through sure. it. Gotta love that self care. Yeah, I mean, 4 am is too early to do all that, <laughs> but you know, she, she's an outlandish character, she probably would.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, next speed round question If all of your characters had to fight each other, who would win?
1: Um, before this campaign, I would have probably said that, um, Silver would probably win.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: However, I've now seen how fucking strong Tine is with her destructive magic, so it might be <laughs> Mm-hmm. Also, she has no qualms about just throwing herself into the heat of battle um, and getting hit. Yeah, so okay. it would probably take out most people before being knocked out herself. Um,
0: would you say that she's more powerful than your... Um... Your your crazily powerful monk that the
1: name oh, has God. escaped my brain. Winnow. Winnow, yes. So, if they were leveled, Winnow would beat the shit out of absolutely everyone and anyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Winnow, I think, is still level five. Yeah, that's true. As Or level six. But that being said, Jesus Christ, I, I never play like to min max. But I've played I'm some yuck. really powerful characters recently. Jesus. You
0: have? Yeah, yeah, yeah i feel like conversely my characters are getting less and less powerful <laughs> like they sound good in theory and then the dice are not on my side and things are going terribly Aww. uh you know it's still fun and uh and still uh sort of all, all about the the role play side of it but uh but yeah i feel like uh you you've had the the luck on your side and the amazing roles uh to also back up the um the great uh character choices you've been making so so that must be fun
1: Nice. Yes, I don't normally play competent characters, but suddenly, <laughs> all of the good chickens are coming home to roost, and suddenly they can actually do things?
0: A weird, weird situation, being able to weird do situation. things?
1: Ugh. I need proficient. to play a shit monk again, just to balance the scales. But could you play a shit monk
0: after playing winner?
1: Shit monk is the most fun class. I do enjoy monk. My... Just tank all the dex and strength, and... Let... But completely inept and they just stumble around everywhere, doing just getting by by the skin of their teeth like Jar Jar Binks.
0: <laughs> Have you played, um, uh, oh, is the the drunken fist
1: is it drunken fist monk? Drunken, way monk. of the drunken master.
0: Yeah, I like thing.
1: that. I haven't actually, no.
0: Maybe, uh, maybe that's one to add to the to do list.
1: Maybe I've got so many on the to do list,
0: <laughs> don't we all? <laughs>
1: uh... all
0: right, and final speed round question. What's something about your non d life
1: that might surprise us? Oh, God, I'm not a surprising person. Um... Um...
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but, but what
1: what do you keep as, uh, as pets? I have two guinea pigs. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and they are fluffy and adorable and... They now nod at me if I nod at them. Oh, that's so cute! Have you trained them to do that on oh, purpose? They they just, just I think they just—they just like, oh, this is the signal. Like this is a this the socialization <laughs> thing. So i just Hi, go, boss. Like, like Hestia.
0: <laughs> you got it.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: now picturing the the anime style thing of like when everyone's in agreement and it just flashes around to like ten different people and they're all like, hmm.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> Squeak.
0: <laughs> well, that's an adorable image to to leave things on. Um, lovely. So we whew, back into the tower. Uh, the teenage the the the, the tiny tenacious tiny teenage. Wait, what was the other one? Teeny tiny teenage. Teeny tenacious,
1: teeny, t- teeny tiny teenage. Eating tagliatelle.
0: Great, and she is now. Um, both uh, teeny tiny teenage and uh, older teenage while we've been chatting, have been eating some tagliatelle in the tower uh, and you finish your lovely meal and uh, the silver door appears uh, right where the window was, actually. I think uh, you may have gone to have a little would, would Tina have been
1: nostalgic about the view from that tower if you look outside? Well, a little bit, but after a moment it's like oh yes, I know this. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see it anymore.
0: <laughs> I'm done with that now. Thank you yeah. very much.
1: I'm, I'm in a new era, 2,000 years later. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Great. I, I, I'm in my autobiography era. Yeah.
1: It was, <laughs> It's a memoir.
0: Do you leave a copy of the memoir with Tenacious Teeny Tiny Tino?
1: It's signed.
0: <laughs> the one that you saved from the, the burning room.
1: Oh, yeah. A little little yeah. mark just to make it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For unique. authenticity.
0: I yeah. mean, you have entirely destroyed the timeline by doing that but it's okay because it's all an illusion um so <laughs> as uh, you stare out of the the window it starts to uh, just as Tina is happily done with that image the the window starts to swirl uh with purple and silver and you realize that it's now become a portal ready for her to step through and the illusionist pops a hand on your shoulder and she says uh, just one moment my dear thank you everyone once again for joining us for talking is a free action you'll find us here every friday 6 till 7 p.m bst and on mondays and tuesdays 6 till 9 p.m bst we stream our dnd documentaries where you can follow the adventures of people just like tino All of this streams at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG, you can find the VODs immediately after the stream to catch up, or you can find all our content on YouTube a couple of days later and, don't forget, you can also enjoy us as a podcast. Once again, thank you to all of our sponsors, supporters and the D20 Club and Tine. Before you go, before you step into the portal and return exactly where you were before I borrowed you, do you have
1: anything else to say? my memoir yet bye bye tina oh, you get no. pushed
0: into the <laughs> portal
1: and just I'm before you do for the, for the water deep writer's prize
0: <laughs> and as you're falling through the portal you'll see the words sort of form in the mists around you always stay classy at the table